This is the KT News Network. I'm your host, Kenji Tasaka. A quick update on our top story from earlier today. From the Washington Post, the latest, Landlord evicts Little Rock Club after shooting. The landlord that owns the Little Rock nightclub, where a shooting resulted in 28 people being injured, has officially evicted the club. A representative for the landlord's office posted the eviction notice on a door to the Power Ultra Lounge on Saturday night. The notice states that the club must move out of the property within three days, quote, due to your failure to maintain the premises in a safe condition. Police say 25 people suffered gunshot wounds and three others were hurt while trying to flee after shots rang out inside the club early Saturday during a rap concert. Police say the shooting may be gang-related. 3.40 p.m. Little Rock's police chief says investigators believe a shooting at a nightclub where 28 people were injured may be gang-related. Little Rock police chief Kenton Buckner says the shooting early Saturday appears to have stemmed from disputes among local groups. All of the victims are expected to survive the shooting early Saturday at the Power Ultra Lounge. Police believe multiple people fired shots. Twenty-five people suffered gunshot wounds, and three others were injured while trying to flee. Police say two people are in critical condition. The shouting, the shooting, capped a violent week in Arkansas's largest city. Authorities say said the nightclub shooting may be connected to a dozen drive-by shootings over the previous nine days. The city's mayor says the nightclub will be shut down. This is the KT News Network. I'm your host, Kenji Tasaka. Today in tech news, from AndroidPolice.com, by Richard Gallup. Galaxy Note Fan Edition features Bixby and 3200 mAh battery will be released on July 7th in South Korea. Aside from its tendency to catch fire, the Galaxy Note 7 was a good phone. So good, in fact, that some decided to keep theirs even after the final recall using the reasoning that the chances of the phone burning itself and other things away was minimal. Thankfully, those of you who loved your Note 7s don't have to do that anymore. A revised Galaxy Note Fan Edition has been released with the same hardware as leaks have suggested. Well, aside from the battery, of course. On the outside, the Note FE looks nearly identical to its predecessor. After all, the whole point of the FE is to reuse the Note 7's unused parts so that the loss from the recalls is minimized. However, there are two small changes. There's no Samsung logo on the front of the phone underneath the earpiece. And there's a new Galaxy Note Fan Edition badge on the back in place of Galaxy Note 7. Personally, I'm just glad the logo on the front is gone, as I found it looked forced, especially on the Note 7. The specifications are, unsurprisingly, mostly the same as the Note 7's. The FE sports a 5.7 1440p AMOLED display, a Snapdragon 821, 4GB of RAM, 64GB of storage, and a 12MP camera, IP68 water resistance, USB-C, fast wireless charging, and of course, the S Pen. As for the battery, Samsung makes specific mention that the 3200mAh battery features multiple safety designs and a rigorous 8-point safety test. Software-wise, the Note FE uses the same UI as the Galaxy S8. Things like Samsung Pass and the always-on display are also present, 
as is Bixby Personal Assistant. There doesn't seem to be a dedicated button for Bixby, thankfully. When the Note FE launches on July 7th, it will be limited to 400,000 units in South Korea, with allocation for other markets being decided later. All FEs will come with a free clear view cover in a color that matches the phone. An S Pen Plus will be given to customers who purchase an FE before September 30th, and no details are provided on it. A donation program in collaboration with Naver Happy Bean will allow FE customers to participate in a donation of their choice with a coupon that will be included. Price wasn't mentioned, but we've heard rumors of 700,000 won or 611 US dollars. This has been Kenji with the KT News Network. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the KT News Network. I'm your host, Kenji Tasaka. Tonight's top story from CNN by Nadia Kunang. Opioid addiction rates continue to skyrocket. A new study finds that the number of Americans being diagnosed with opioid addiction continues to skyrocket, but still very few receive any treatment. This is in line with the rising trend documented in previous reports. An analyst from Blue Cross Blue Shield of its members found that from 2010 to 2016, the number of people diagnosed with an addiction to opioids, including both legal prescription drugs like oxycodone and hydrocodone, as well as illicit drugs, climbed 493 percent. In 2010, there were just 1.4 incidences of opioid use disorder among every 1,000 members. By 2016, that rate had climbed to 8.3 incidences for every 1,000 members. Yet, at the same time, there was only a 65 percent increase in the number of people getting medication-assisted treatment to manage their addiction. Matt gold standard of treatment. Medication-assisted treatment, MAT, includes the prescribing of medications like buprenorphine or methadone along with behavioral therapy. MAT is considered the gold standard of treatment amongst doctors and there are a number of studies to back it up. One found that suboxone, a combination of buprenorphine and naloxone, could at least double a person's chances of remaining drug-free after 18 months. Another found that increased buprenorphine use was accompanied by a reduction in the number of overdose deaths. Other treatments may include detox programs such as Narcotics Anonymous. Opioid use disorder is a complex issue and there is no single approach to solving it, Dr. Trent Haywood, Senior Vice President and Chief Medical Officer for BCBSA said in a statement, quote, it will take a collaborative effort among medical professionals, insurers, employers, communities and all levels of government working together to develop solutions that effectively meet community needs, he added. Addiction climbs, but few get treatment. While the rates of opioid addiction treatment have increased more than sixfold since 1999, few individuals struggling with addiction actually receive treatment. In fact, a 2016 Surgeon General's report found that only one in ten people receive any specialized treatment to manage their addiction. At the same time, 40% of those who are addicted do not seek treatment. Of the 20 million Americans that had a substance abuse addiction in 2015, 
about 10% of them were addicted to opioids. In addition to that, few places provide MAT. According to the Pew Charitable Trusts, less than half of private sector treatment programs offered any medications approved by the Food and Drug Administration for substance use disorders, and just 23% of publicly funded treatment centers offered them. More people die from drugs than guns. These numbers illustrate the continued difficulty of trying to get control of this public health epidemic. According to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 91 people die every day from an opioid overdose. In 2015, more than 33,000 lives were lost to opioids. In fact, drug overdoses, most of them from opioids, kill more people than guns or car accidents. The deaths from prescription drugs alone have more than quadrupled since 1999. Added to that is the threat of heroin and synthetic drugs like illicitly made fentanyl. Deaths from synthetic opioids alone, such as illicit fentanyl, jumped 72 percent from 2014 to 2015. According to the National Institutes of Health, three in four new heroin users start by abusing prescription drugs. Continued in part two. Welcome to the KT News Network. I'm your host, Kenji Tasaka. Tonight, part two of our top story from CNN.com. Who's becoming addicted? The BCBS analyst found that longer duration prescriptions were associated with higher incidences of opioid use disorder. A CDC study from earlier this year found that an opioid prescription lasting for eight or more days increased the likelihood of using the drug a year later to 13.5%. A prescription of 31 days or more increased chances of long-term opioid use to 29.9%. In an effort to rein in the problem, a handful of states, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, New York, and Maine, have adopted legislation that limits opioid prescriptions to seven days. This year, New Jersey became the strictest, limiting painkiller prescriptions to just five days. The BCBS analysts also found that women 45 and older had higher rates of abuse than men. According to the CDC, the overdose deaths for women due to prescription painkillers have jumped more than 400%, while for men it has increased by 265%. Part of that may be due to the fact that women in general are more likely to be diagnosed with chronic pain and be prescribed painkilling narcotics at higher dosages and durations. Finding Solutions Quote, BCBS companies are already undertaking initiatives to help families and communities address opioid use disorder by forging partnerships with the medical community to promote best practices in prescribing and providing criminal critical education to the public to raise awareness of the risks of opioid use, said Kim Holland, Vice President of State Affairs for BCBSA. President Trump has said that the opioid epidemic is a top priority for his administration and established a commission headed by New Jersey Governor Chris Christie to look at how to combat the epidemic. The commission was set to have their second meeting and provide a draft of recommendations this past Monday, but the meeting was postponed till July. And while the commission has no lawmaking abilities, during the commission's first meeting in June, commission members and panelists alike testified to the need to maintaining Medicaid expansion in the health care proposals. Commission member Bertha Madras of Harvard Medical School 
has said, quote, we need more time because it's a massive task, end quote. CNN reached out to Madras, as well as the other members of the commission and the White House for further comment on the status of the draft of recommendations and has not received any comment. You've been listening to the KT News Network. I'm your host, Kenji. Have a great night. And thanks for listening.